This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Today's episode is brought to you by Sexy Short Stories. Link in the description for your quick and mischievous stories. Welcome to my friend's Erotic Stories podcast, Reddit's best erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Feast your eyes to the inspiration of this story, Kenzie Madison. Check her Instagram linked below. Please enjoy a very hot episode of Your Friend's Erotic Stories. The next story is posted by user girlmagnet23 from r slash erotica. The title of this post is, I fell for my nurse. Sit back and enjoy the story. You know how one event can trigger a chain reaction that massively alters the future. As one college student wrote in their blue book during a history exam, the first world war was caused by the assignation of the archduck by a serf and ushered in a new era in the annals of human history. The Third World War was caused by one nutjob killing a leading candidate for the presidential nomination. That started a spate of violence on both sides. Within 10 days, no fewer than 600 prominent politicians, including the president and vice president, were dead as a result. The new president ordered the military to round up all the fomentors of the violence and declared about 20 violent groups to be domestic terrorists. The leaders of those groups were tried, convicted and executed within a week. The followers were given life sentences without parole and to free up space in the prisons for the 10 million new lifers. People who had been serving time for smoking dope or stealing a loaf of bread to feed their families were given a blanket amnesty and their records were scrubbed. And in the course of the investigation, it turned out that a lot of the groups had been given backing by the criminal organization in Russia masquerading as a government. The new president showed more balls than any of the men who had held the position before her had. She ordered the Russian government exterminated. Strategic and tactical surprise were complete. Two weeks later, the Russian fascists and anyone in a position of power in Russia who had supported them were gone, replaced permanently by freedom-loving leftists. The Russian propaganda machine was completely destroyed. The fascist puppet governments in other countries who had been put in by the Russian fascists knew they were doomed. But they weren't going to go down quietly. Rather than wait for the Western democracies to destroy them one by one, they launched a global war against freedom and democracy. As a friend of mine put it, just like in the 1940s, the Zs won handily. It only took us nine months instead of five years to take out all the Nazis. The forces of good had triumphed much faster this time due to advances in technology, and we weren't going to make the same mistake twice after the war was over. A world government under the auspices of the EU was set up, and all countries on the planet were forced to join it and give up their own individual governments. All global organizations were forced to submit to it. For example, the Catholic Church was allowed to continue existing, but everyone in their hierarchy who either was a pedophile or had protected pedophile priests was given a dose of truth serum, confessed their crimes on globally broadcast television, and was then executed. The people in the hierarchy who were merely haters and bigots were forced to resign their positions and were quietly executed, and all preachers were required to preach the actual philosophy of Jesus of Nazareth. The focus was on love and helping the poor and treating others well. All corporations were seized by the new world government and merged into it. 
Hatred, bigotry, fascism, greed, selfishness, sexism and racism were made crimes with a mandatory penalty of death without trial. This law was most strictly enforced. All resources of every kind were equitably distributed to everyone on the planet, and everyone who needed medical care was given it, with no waiting, no copayments, no rejections by insurance companies, and one-on-one care was given to all. That's where I come in. See, I was a soldier in the final war. I fought on the side of goodness and freedom, and I had developed PTSD in addition to suffering a wound in my left leg that required daily physical therapy. Hello, Johnny. It was my nurse. She was with me eight hours a day. Hello, Angela. Ready to do your physical therapy? Yes. She directed me for three and a half hours as I did the proper exercises to help my leg recover from the wound. Then we took an hour for lunch, and I got a chance to just talk with her. We were both in our late 20s. How did you become a nurse? It was a question I hadn't yet asked. I always wanted to help people, even before this new government came around. Being a nurse seemed like a good way to do that. I never wanted to have to fight, but I knew we needed everyone we could get. So when all the crap went down, I volunteered. You have a nice soul. That was an unexpected compliment, and a unique one. Um, so do you. We both know you also think I have a nice body. Angela was as tall as I was, with a wide frame, curly blonde hair, blue eyes, a very pretty face, a charming smile, e-cup breasts, and a gorgeous round butt. She had all the right curves in all the right places and not an ounce of superfluous fat. I wasn't going to say that. Sexual harassment was a very serious crime. I know, you're trying to keep things professional, but you know something. You're a good-looking guy, yourself. I was in good shape, toned and muscular from being a soldier. Military-style short black hair and clean-shaven. Aside from the leg wound, I was actually pretty nice-looking, now that I thought about it. Well, that's a hole with water in it. Angela gave me a smile. I have to keep it professional while I'm helping you recover. But after you're healed, I'm free to ask you out on dates. Best incentive yet for me to heal quickly. The afternoon was spent doing psychological exercises to aid me with my PTSD. See you tomorrow. Angela flashed me one of her 500-watt smiles. She could melt a glacier with one of those. Sounds good. Over the next six months, Angela did stay strictly professional. But as winter became spring and then summer, she dressed for the weather. Meaning instead of bulky outfits that covered as much skin as possible, she was wearing a light sundress or a t-shirt and shorts. I couldn't help but admire her figure, though I kept my lips zipped. Finally, my leg was as recovered as it was going to get. We both know that there's no actual cure for PTSD, so I'm afraid you'll have to put up with me every day for the rest of your life as I act as your therapy human. Gee, what a shame. I can't possibly imagine a worse fate than having to be close to you. I hope you don't mind me staying over here 24 hours a day. After all, you never know when your PTSD will be triggered, and I would be remiss in my duties if I wasn't present to help you through the episode. I suppose we'll have to move your things in. Then, no human had very many material things anymore. Everything was electronic now. It only took three days for Angela's stuff to be transferred to my house. I understand that one method of dealing with PTSD is to have a pleasant experience you can use as a memory shield to keep the bad memories from surfacing. And how do you suggest I do that? Angela dropped all pretense of being professional. I've been wanting you for months. Johnny, get naked and get on the bed. Five minutes later, we'd both made pit stops and were naked on the large, comfortable bed. Angela placed her lips, gently, against mine. We shared a soft kiss that was very enjoyable. 
How about with some tongue? She parted her lips during the kiss this time, and our tongues twined. MMMM. You're a good kisser. So are you. She slid her body upward slightly. Now how about kissing my chest? I kissed through her cleavage. Angela wrapped her arms around me and made appreciative sounds. I put my arms around her in response. I took a nipple in my mouth and suckled softly. Angela shivered and moaned. I flickered my tongue across the nipple, making it stiffen. Then I did the same thing to her other nipple. Oh my, keep sucking, Han. I suckled some more and moved one hand to her front so I could tease her other nipple. I liked the shivers I produced when I tweaked it, especially while nibbling lightly on her other one. I switched back and forth several times. Angela's hand found my cock as I suckled her. She stroked it to life. I pressed her large breasts together so I could get both nipples in my mouth at once. She pressed her body against mine and I could feel my cock rub against her thigh. Angela let me continue for several minutes before rolling me onto my back. Do you mind if I'm on top while we 69? I don't in the least mind. Good. Angela shifted her body around so her pussy was resting against my tongue. I licked along her slit, tasting her sweetness. She moaned and took the tip of my pole into her mouth. I slid my tongue to her clit. She shivered and pressed her body downwards. This had the effect of putting more of my cock in her mouth. She ran her tongue up and down along the shaft. I slid my tongue between her folds. Angela's perfect ass was within easy reach, so I lifted my hands up and groped it. She shuddered and locked her legs around my face. I lapped eagerly at her slit to collect her juices. MMMMMM. Just like that. Hearing her say that encouraged me. I moved my tongue faster. She bobbed her head up and down, alternately taking my full length in her mouth and having just the tip in it, which she tongued. I trembled and she traced sensual patterns on my cockhead. Her body tensed up and I drove my tongue inside her. She gasped as she flooded me with her honey. I gulped down as much of it as I could. She lifted herself up after a moment and smiled at me. That was wonderful. I suppose now you want to make love. If you don't mind, I want it very much. My favorite position is to be taken from behind. I got my body where it should be and eased my rod into her dripping box. MMMM. Fuck me hard, please, Johnny. With pleasure, Angela. I pumped my hips at a fast pace, thrusting deep into her. She pressed backwards against me, trying to get as much of me inside as possible. I leaned forwards and kissed the nape of her neck. You feel so good in me. I'm glad. I slammed her deep and fast. I reached around and cupped her plump breasts, tweaking her nipples as I drilled into her. She moaned and ground her fine ass against me. You're gonna make me come again. That's the idea. I moved one hand down to her clit and teased it as I sped up my thrusting. Her shapely body shuddered as she let out a lusty roar. She quivered and then slumped into the bed, momentarily spent. I pulled out and rolled her over so I could see her face and chest. A few quick strokes had me blasting my load on her magnificent orbs. I dropped down next to her, and we both waited a moment to recover. That was awesome, Johnny. I agree. You were the awesome one, Angela. We need to do this more often and try more things. I wouldn't mind wrapping my tits around your dick until you came in my face or my mouth. Only if you also let me pleasure you during the session. Well, there'll be lots of next times. Shall we clean up? We did so in the shower, then lay back down on the bed. I rested my head against her chest. I could spend the rest of my life like this. With you, naked, giving you happiness. You will. She held me tightly, because I insist on it. 
That was one hot story from our friend. Make sure to subscribe and check the links down below to be notified for daily episodes that would make your day a few times spicier as we listen to our friend's erotic stories.